0: Hello and welcome to Facing Death and Then, Living Your Life podcast. We could say that many of us, if not all, have faced a form of death. Could be a physical threat or an emotional one. This podcast is about life, death, and what can happen in between. My name is Andrea Costadarte de Funk, and I'm your host for this journey. A disclaimer, I have no training in psychology, mental health, or any of the areas that try to explain our brain and behaviors. I just like to talk about it, and as a breast cancer survivor, engineer, web designer, yoga teacher, and artist, I try to give you another perspective in the different topics I have found interesting and things about my own struggles. Just remember, whatever advice you think I am giving, I suggest that you study it on your own. And as you can probably tell, English is not my first language. I also speak Spanish, and this podcast is also recorded in Spanish. But as I speak in English, you might find some words that I just have trouble saying, no matter how hard I try, but I just hope you still get a smile or laugh at it. This particular episode is about how do we react when receiving bad news or a bad diagnosis. I want to recognize the initial emotions we might feel In the hope that by naming them there is a step into facing life, a step forward somehow. I'll be sharing how I was diagnosed with breast cancer and my initial reaction. First of all, I want to say that everybody handles bad news different. Whether it's a news related to our health, like a health diagnosis, a death of a loved one, or any other emotional wrecking news, we handle things in different ways. And this is to show respect that everybody has their own right to choose what emotion to identify with. Or what are the common range of strong emotions when receiving bad news? I'm asking you right now to think what was the initial emotion you felt when you received bad news the last time? Is it disbelief, fear, sadness, anxiety, anger? maybe a little bit of everything maybe there is not so much as a sad emotion or distress maybe you felt not good or bad and you just charge forward towards whatever you needed to face today I want to share more about my cancer journey and how I began and to share that I felt guilty when receiving the breast cancer diagnosis when I was 35 years old I started feeling weird pains on my left breast. I wasn't sure what it was or if it was related to a heart condition I have. That time, the doctor sent me to have a mammogram done and also to have it as a base when I was supposed to get older and do it more frequently. But that time, the mammogram was clear. Nothing showed up. Fast forward two years later, at 37 years old, I was taking a shower and I started noticing that my left nipple was changing shape. Part of it was starting to go inward. That started to scare me. And I had to wait like two weeks for my doctor's appointment. And during those two weeks, my mind was starting to wander. For the first time ever, I did my own breast checkup. I don't know why I was not in the habit of doing it before. Maybe I thought I was too young to check. And when I checked, I definitely felt lump. And I also want to point out that I had felt pain for a while. That time, uh, the appointment was with a nurse practitioner and as she was doing the checkup and she was trying to give me other possibilities, me telling her that I have no history of breast cancer in my family, she had me done a mammogram and I needed to wait for the results. And you might hear a lot that waiting for results is the worst. Here's where I came to learn that every doctor's office or city, country, state handles the way to give the news to the patients in different ways. In my case, there was some miscommunication when the place where I had the mammogram done sent the results to the doctor's office and they were ready for a while, and me trying to call to find out, and the doctor's office telling me no, we don't have anything. But when they actually called me back, I was on my way on a trip, and I couldn't talk to them until the following day. And when I called, it was for them to tell me that they couldn't give me the results over the phone, and asking me if I could go that that day. You can imagine my frustration me begging them to please tell me over the phone since I was on a trip. And I couldn't convince them. And I had to wait for around five days. Those were some long days between me trying to enjoy my trip, but I felt like I was in limbo between trying to be positive and going through all the negative scenarios and not cry all the time. When I finally was in my appointment, And i got the results that i had breast cancer i felt guilty this feeling overcame me feel guilty that i didn't take good care of my body guilty that i did something wrong to deserve this or that i wasn't or that i didn't do something enough like take better care of myself but after that after a couple of minutes of crying then something clicked, and I was like, already asking, "What is the plan? Where do we go from there?" This is not to say that I didn't cry again, because I did cry a few more times during my diagnosis, but it was not the more strong reaction. And the nurse practitioner at that appointment, she was she was already proactive, and she had already made the initial appointments for me to see the breast specialists and oncologists later on that week. Accepting that we can control the cells in our bodies is hard. Letting go of control it is challenging and it is a daily practice. This feeling of feeling guilty had followed me. Even now sometimes I might feel guilty or you might hear the sentence of survivor guilt because right now I'm cancer-free and I know of many other people who who their story is different but that is a story for another episode and during this time of waiting for results if it is like health related there might be some frustration when doctors don't take us seriously. And if you are going through any health issue and you're really not feeling happy with your diagnosis, maybe you can change doctors or keep looking at it and still be patient, hoping that a solution might appear. And even if it takes you a couple of years to find the right doctor, At the same time, let go if you feel anger against the doctors that didn't take you seriously because at this present moment, it's not going to do you any good. And let go and focus on what you can do at that moment. The importance of opening to others when you have received bad news. Is it important? I would start with a yes and no. Yes, because it's supposed to be good for you not to hold things all on your own and know is not everybody needs to know what is going on with your life and what to do especially when you don't like sharing your struggles with people first acknowledge that you, you don't have to share your riches with everyone you know but from my experience if you feel you are anxious in life depressed it might be good for your mental health to at least open to one person but be, but be smart on who you pick. Don't pick someone who is also negative or is going through something hard. Try to find that person that is going to lift you up, not bring you down. It is your choice with who do you share your journey and how do you share your journey. Personally, I don't like sharing my struggles. I have been lucky enough that the person that I chose to be my life partner in this life. He's open to talk about different things in life. We support each other, and he does offer a different perspective. But we have code words when I don't need or want his advice. And I just want a soundboard, so we have that. Initially, when I received my cancer diagnosis, also I decided which friends and relatives family members, I was going to actually tell them over the phone, but it took me, I spread them out, not to talk to a lot of people on the same day because you're repeating the story and that might bring you down, but also you choose if you want to share it on social media or not. It took me around two to three months to share it on my Facebook account when I was diagnosed with breast cancer as I was heading to my second surgery. But like I said, you don't have to share it either if you're going through something similar. It just presented to me the opportunity to do it for something that I wanted to do later on, and it was a good platform for me to use. Now, there's a pool of emotions that we tend to feel in facing death, in facing diagnosis that are bad. And I'm going to try to suggest one thing to do about it. But like I said before, It is up to you to try it or not. Maybe you already have heard about it, that's fine. One of them is shock and disbelief. Do you feel numb or denial? I suggest that you take a few days to really see where this disbelief is coming from, to see if you're in denial or numb. Give it a couple of days, be patient. Another emotion is fear and anxiety. How do you release fear? For me, meditation helps. When I feel anxiety about something, I try to take like a 20-minute meditation on, like one of the YouTube meditations, guided meditations. Do you feel anger, guilt, and blame? I ask, who are you really angry with? With life, God, yourself? What do you need to come to peace with as you practice letting go? feelings of sadness, sadness because you know the loss or because you are afraid of the changes that are coming, and I want you to, or I invite you, to be open to think that time heals and life is a pendulum. You might feel sad one time, another day, you might feel happy, or you might be in the middle. So, life comes and goes. Do you feel loneliness? You can join a support group if you don't have anyone in your life that you can relate to. Even if it is an online one where you don't need to interact but you can read what others post. Because it might help you recognize that you are not alone after all. Because there are other people that are going through the same and just by reading that every now and then it makes you feel connected to life and validated. And I did this. I joined an online face group for young cancer survivors, because even though I had supportive family and friends, at that moment, I didn't have any relative that had gone or a friend that had gone through breast cancer. And there were moments that I didn't feel understood by my family and friends. So I joined this group and a lot of the things that i read made me feel validated, even I only maybe posted two times. But I know it's there. And every now and then when I read it, like people in the future, like being like 15 years cancer free and all that stuff, it gives you hope and still make you feel that you are not alone. So I suggest you might, if you feel lonely and don't have anyone to talk to, to join a support group. And the last one, and not least, is do you feel, you have a feeling of loss of control? When I was going through my breast cancer journey, I always say take one day at a time, and that you can control how do you choose to face the bad news or the bad diagnosis about your health. Take one day at a time, maybe one thing per day that you can focus on to get a little bit of that sense of control, but still acknowledging that we can't control everything. I believe that being aware of these emotions, of our reactions, help us on living. This episode has been mostly about recognizing these common emotions when receiving bad news, and I share how I discovered how I got breast cancer when I was 37 years old, and the struggles of sharing bad news with others. In the next episode, I hope to talk more about the next phase of plans of action. It could be if your team of doctors, or who do you want to connect to for help, and more about my surgeries. Now it is the time to share the quote I found for this episode. It says, The pain you feel today is the strength you feel tomorrow. For every challenge encountered, there is opportunity for growth. Unknown of the person who said this. I'm going to repeat it again. The pain you feel today is the strength you feel tomorrow. For every challenge encountered, there is opportunity for growth. And to honor this quote, I want to share one more thing I did when recognizing I was feeling sadness, guilty, lonely when I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I started creating a YouTube list of songs to lift me up. Songs that we listened to in the car when we were heading to surgeries, me pretending to be a good singer. I played these songs also when I was going to my first chemotherapy or radiation treatments. But there was one song in particular that it was at the top of my list that I danced to sometimes like at one in the morning when I was the only one awake in my house. And I danced to it crying and to give myself hope. It's a song by Pharrell Williams called Happy. You probably are familiar with it, hopefully. And I like this sentence a lot that says, My level's too high to bring me down. Can nothing bring me down. If you want to share this episode, if you think it can be useful to someone, you know, please do so. I have have also created a Facebook page and an Instagram account. If you want to keep connected, uh, you can use these platforms. On Facebook page, you can find me by searching Facing Death and Living Your Life. And on the Instagram account, also Facing Death and Living Your Life. Sending tranquility and health to the world and especially you who took the time to listen, to be present. And we will be listening to each other on the next episode of Facing Death and then Living Your Life podcast to remind us to keep on living and hopefully transcend.